Wave. My name is Charles. I'm here with Natalie, and we have a special guest today, uh, Marissa yes, Shamag. Marissa, please say your last name again. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, took, me. it took me. It took me a long time to learn how to say it. Too. Names it's matter, not- and and a present and pronunciations matter. So yeah, please. I don't, I don't want to murder it right now. So I'm still working <laughs> yeah. on it. So could you please say your last name? Yeah, I know Mendez was so much easier, right? It so- sure was. <laughs> so it's Salmoy Ragi. Sal Ragi. Yeah. Okay. Close yeah. enough. I don't think close enough. Right, but we'll we'll be uh, respectful and, and we'll work on that um phonetically uh down the well, road. I don't even say it right. I think the Italians say Sal Moiragi. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's fascinating. So, well, yeah. that's I just don't want Ten years down the road, I don't want to get a fan mail. Like, you don't know how to say my last name. I'm Mr. Sam Maragi. But no, welcome. Thank you for joining our podcast, The Heat Wave, today. Um, We invited you, actually, as one of our um, first guests that we have that uh, outside of having Venture on. Um, Part of it is because, you know, the the history of our podcast or the goal of our podcast is to really talk about connections um, and relationships, right, and building them. Um, and so one way that I thought would be really great would be one of our longest standing friends. That's not, um, someone that we've known, you know, um, from at least adulthood, most of my adulthood life. Um, and so, yeah, so thank you for joining us today. Um, and I wanted to just let you introduce yourself, um, tell us where you're, you're, you're calling in from or where we're, we're, um, obviously doing a distance-based one because of where you are located and, uh, we'll be happy to go from there. So yeah, yeah. So um, thanks for having me, guys. This is um, this is really cool to to be on your podcast. I am currently located in Hilo, Hawaii, and I have um, been living here for eleven years now. Relocated from Southern California. Wow. Yeah, I know. Gosh, Can you believe it? Man, I didn't know it was eleven years. I was going to say you've been here three. Years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she moved there yeah. right before COVID. Like it hasn't been that long. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And and my life's like completely changed since I've um you know moved here. But anyways, yeah, that's that's um that's where I am. Good. <laughs> and then um if you don't mind, I know you and I met. Um we can talk a little bit about how we first met, but um you moved out to Hawaii eleven years ago. Like what were you what was your goal at that time? Like what was your vision for oh. when you moved there? <laughs> Good question. You know, it was a time in my life. So I was in my early thirties and I thought, um, well, first of all, I had always wanted to live in Hawaii and, um, uh, and yeah, it was just a time in my life where nothing was really holding me to staying in Southern California. And, um, I thought, well, you know, if I don't do it now, it, this is going to be one of those things that I look back on and, and regret if I start, um, you know, kind of getting tied down to something in Southern California. So I figured, um, let me just do it now. Let's, let's see what happens. I mean, the worst that can happen is it doesn't work out and and I move back, but, um, yeah, there was always something kind of in my heart that just wanted to, um, to live there. I had vacationed often throughout my twenties, at least once a year to Hawaii. I have, um, I've, had family on Oahu from my stepmom's side that I would visit. And so I had a little bit of connection, um, to the islands, mostly Oahu. And so, um, yeah, that's where I, I got a one-way ticket and, um, to Oahu. And then, uh, when I got there a, a few weeks after landing, I had the opportunity to, to work a, a short travel, three month travel contract in Hilo. 
uh, on the big island. So had never heard about Hilo before, had no idea where, where I was going or what I was getting myself into. Um, and then, you know, I, my idea then was I'll go to Hilo for my three month contract and then move back to Oahu. But, um, yeah, the higher powers had other, other plans for me. And I fell in love with Hilo immediately. It was completely different than, uh, Southern California and the hustle and bustle and, and all of that. And it was just something that I think my, my soul really needed. And, um, yeah, so I've been in Hilo ever since. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Um, we love Hilo. We love that you fell in love with Hilo and you are our best reason to have to go there. Um, so that's great. Um, as a family, I, I enjoy Hilo. I really do. Yeah. I think yeah. I speak for the whole O'Neill family when I say we love that you're there for many reasons, but uh, one of them being that it's such a beautiful place to live. So absolutely. So, um, yeah. 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 Well, the whole O'Neill family is always welcome. <laughs> we are in the middle of building our forever home on, um, some farmland that my my in-laws purchased a few years back so we have guest quarters and everything <laughs> that's really cool so before we get into that I wanted to at least talk since like I said the the heat wave is about relationship building and connection so I'm gonna let you start so you and I met so we were very young kids you were younger than I am by a couple years um and when I say young, I think a lot of it too is about experience living in the city. I mean, many ways, right? Um, and so I wanted to um, let you kind of kick off about how you and I had an opportunity to meet. Um, and then we can talk about like just kind of building friendship and stuff from there. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, gosh, that, that takes me back. Definitely. We were in our uh, last year at Cal State Long Beach. Right. And uh, mm -hmm. we were both exercise science majors and had quite a few classes together that mm -hmm. last year. And yeah. so um, I think just, you know, being in, in the different classes um, really connected us at the time. And also I happened to be uh, heavily involved in a specific church at the time that was um, important to me at that time of my life where mm -hmm. I wanted everyone that I came across um, to be a part of it. <laughs> and so, um, I, I remember, you know, uh, specifically since you were in a bunch of my classes, I was like, Oh, she seems so cool. And, mm -hmm. and would be, you know, great to have as part of our church and a friend and, and that sort of thing. Um, so I, yeah, I remember inviting you many times to different church events and <laughs> things yeah. like that. <laughs> Uh -huh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I think, you know, beyond that, you know, we just developed a friendship which, that was, oh yes. I did not politely take you up on any of those offers at that time. So I just wanted to acknowledge that you invited me. You right. were very consistent and really good. And I was never <laughs> offended by it. It just wasn't my, um, my place. And and you learned why, like what, what my, my culture and, and things were about, but yeah, I just wanted to let the yeah. audience know that. Yeah. She invited me many times and was really sweet about it, but I, I didn't take her up on any of those offers. So I had, yeah. I, had, I, had I didn't uh, even know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. It's yeah, See, yeah. I knew you guys knew of each other at Cal State Long Beach, but I didn't know you guys knew each other in Cal State Long Beach. I thought you guys met when you guys went to uh, USC. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
Yeah, we knew each yeah, other. Yeah, no, we, we had history before then. Yeah. And so the funny thing was, is we were actually in this um, internship together for cardiac rehab um, at Cal State Long mm-hmm. Beach. And we happened to have the same intern location too, um, where we, we were helping out cardiac rehab patients and and all of that. And I remember that was the time when we were applying for PT school. We both had the goal of going to PT school and, and, um, we were both applying to different schools. And I remember you, when you got your acceptance letter for USC mm-hmm. and yeah. I was like, Oh man, that's, that's amazing. Cause that's where I wanted to go too, but mm-hmm. I hadn't got a letter. And, uh, and so I wasn't sure where I was going, but we both were like on the PT road and, um, and a few months later, I, I got the letter. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit down the line, but um, yeah, we both, we both ended up making it there. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, just to back up a little bit, the funny thing about um, that I remember about us first meeting too was, um, and like just establishing, you know, friendship and relationship was that as I was inviting you to, to church events, then you're inviting me to happy hour and like steady <laughs> groups and stuff. <laughs> and so, uh, so I ended up going with you to happy hour and having yes. a great time. And <laughs> yeah, I don't like, know we don't do this the, at church, huh? Right, the good, the good influence, quote unquote, versus the not so good influence. But the premise was always, we'll study and then we'll do some happy hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely showed me like this balance to life that I didn't quite really know about, you know, especially with like the studying and like, but balancing it with having a good time and um. And uh, yeah, so, so that was, that was really fun. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think those, um those times to like, we work really hard in school. Right. And so I always felt like I needed to reward myself, whether it was just with like spring time or even just margarita time, or if I well, you have to let her know that because you were going happy hours because we had venture. So you needed your time away. Yes. <laughs> so that was your time to yourself. Yeah, we had a young child and he was very young at that time. So I think that was, and I had to condense things, right? I had to be very strategic. Yeah. So I'm like, if you want to study and then we could do a little happy hour and then I would have to go. So like, you know, if you want to hang out with, no, yeah. no worries. There will be no late night partying at that time yet. Anyway. I mean, that came down the road, but um, yeah, to kind of figure things out. So, yeah. 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 So yeah, really, really memorable beginnings for sure. Yeah, no, I think I, <laughs> I look back on those days too and think about how not only just like you said, an experience we were, um, just the excitement of it and just developing those, um, what we didn't know at the time would become so close, right? Just not only because of the undergrad experience, the last year of it, but also just the, the <clears throat> journey that is getting your doctorate, right? It is such a journey. And I think about that, um, now that I'm actually teaching right and have been for several years and just um, looking back and thinking, man, like we were really fortunate to have each other. I mean, you coming from definitely an underrepresented background as well, like in school, that's not something I know. Um, if you want to share with us, like with your parents, like kind of back it up. Cause I know we'll kind of get into us, but like, what, what was it about like your upbringing that made you feel like getting your doctorate at the best school in the world for physical therapy was even possible for you. Right. So. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it's interesting because I actually didn't know if I was going to be getting in. I, there was a couple, um, you know, qualifications to apply that I was a little bit on the, on the fence on. And, and, um, as far as, um, it being acceptable for, for the application and, and, and stuff like that. But, um, 
but yeah, as far as like going back to um, my parents, you know, they, my, um, my father was uh, immigrant from Mexico. And so he came to the US when he was nine. And, you know, just seeing him work so hard from, you know, English being his second language, and him um, really putting an emphasis on education and, um, and really thriving in his career and working hard um, from this, you know, I mean, he came from a, a very, uh, you know, poverty kind of situation, lots of kids in the family, and then just um, not much money. Um, my father was, or my grandfather was coming to the U.S. to work as a farmer um, before they moved from Mexico and all of that. And then uh, my dad ended up moving, um, you know, getting it through school and getting his degrees in education um, to the point where he was able to um, become a teacher and then a principal and then kind of move up into the district office um, arena. Um, he never became superintendent, but just just shy of that. So anyways, just seeing him and his hard work ethic and emphasis on how important education was, was always instilled in me as a child and um, throughout my growing years. And so, um, and seeing what what's possible, even if you are in an underrepresented, um, I guess, category, you know, that really was helpful. And then my mom also was in education and she also came from, um, you know, her parents were immigrants from Japan. So just to see how hard they worked. So had, having this influence in my life growing up always showed me like, okay, education's important. I'm, I'm going to continue on. Um, and, you know, in looking at the options for becoming a, a physical therapist at that time, and that was a time where it was still even an option to have a bachelor's degree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I was looking at all the options, bachelor's, master's or doctorate, and I'm thinking like, well, I'm going to go for the doctorate. It just, it's like a no brainer, you know, like this point. So I guess that's kind of where, where that came from. Um, yeah. Shout out to Julie. We love her. Well, it's not like you made the right <laughs> choice. It was also a Trojan, right? I mean, we got to give her credit. Yes, for- yes. Yeah. You know, and it was actually, yeah, my mom had a lot of influence in in um, going to USC. She's been a USC fan for um, her whole life. And that, yes, that's where she got her master's in um, counseling. And so, yeah, that was, um, yeah, a big deal. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, so just to kind of transition forward, so like meeting you know, going to physical therapy school. And then even, um, you know, Charles was such a big part of our experience at USC. Um, You know, he was always very willing to be a patient. um, uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the barbecues. I will never forget those. Yeah. 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 Nia still talks about those barbecues. (laughs) Those barbecues were amazing. Yes, they got us. They got us all through PT school. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad I can help. You know, isn't that funny? Just some of the simplest things too, because we look at the things, um, Charles, that you grill now, right? And we're like up to the level of higher quality meats and definitely like um, different style of barbecue. But um, for sure, that little uh, charcoal grill you had and yeah, my little Weber, my Weber guys do a lot of good times. Yeah. <laughs> and probably uh, twenty dollars of meat, you know, fed all of us for like you know yeah. the yeah. Whole- 
the whole night. Well, so it was really good. In my credit, it was a bunch of girls, so they didn't eat that much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. They all had little stomachs because everybody was yeah. tiny. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I just like, you know, he has known you I mean, almost as long as I have. And I think, you know, when he describes like our friendship and just how we are, he's like, you know, he said this before and it was years ago. He's like, you know, you, you guys are more alike than you realize. <laughs> he was like, Marissa's <laughs> probably one of the smartest people I, I know, like outside of you, you know, sweetie. So he's <laughs> a lot of compliments about that. So yeah. Yeah. It's kind of intimidating. Oh, I sit at the dinner table and I'm like, you know, I'm not the smartest person here. And so I got to really watch what I say sometimes. So I'm just like, let me sit over here and think about it. And just listen sometimes. <laughs> and I'll wait for them to ask me a question. <laughs> but that doesn't last too long though. <laughs> Yeah, but oh no, my gosh. but um, yeah. So I think I wanted to kind of just talk a little bit too. Like, so we went to PT school together, and that's such a journey. And if you, um, it's hard to describe to an audience. So I don't want us to like spend a whole lot of time on that because it is just so much of your like brain power, your heart, your passion, you know, going through that. But we had some similar interests in terms of um, you know, kind of what <clears throat> I think what we wanted to do with our our degrees afterwards, which definitely was, you know, um, obviously working right in the, in, within our community, um, you know, kind of focusing on, you know, finding a way to help others. So what was it about like helping others, right. And kind of how you build those connections as you go. Cause I know you were very into working with children, especially children that had just some very hard conditions and to be so young and want to work with, I mean, some of the population you worked with is very challenging, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was interesting because um, when we graduated, yeah, that, that was my dream. It's, it's funny how, you know, things change because going into PT school, I wanted to be a, a PT so I could work with athletes and um, in some capacity, whether that was collegiate or um, high school, or, you know, I, I wanted to work with athletes and sports and be involved in, in that capacity. And then going through PT school, something changed. And, um, I think a big part of it was, was, a uh, one of the clinicals I had at, at, um, chalk at the children's mm-hmm. hospital of orange County. And, um, that in addition to, you know, just what we were learning through school and some experiences that I had, um, in orthopedic settings, <clears throat> I really was drawn to work with the kids. And, um, so that became my dream, like right after PT school was to, yeah, work with um, kids. There was just something about them. I think their innocence and just being able to see how much, um, how important it is to do early intervention specifically. So early intervention works with kids that are um, zero to three years of age and to see that um, the impact that physical therapy had on the population that was that young was uh, mind-blowing to me and to see also the impact uh, of you know if they did not get the therapy that they needed was also mind-blowing like um so so that's what I ended up um pretty much specializing in while I worked uh oh I did I was able to get hired at chalk after uh after graduating so that was kind of a that was really neat to be able to land the dream job I didn't land it right after graduation, but maybe like a year after or so. Mm-hmm. And so that was really, really special because I got to work with, um, you know, this, this tiny population with these kids and also the parents that was really rewarding to, you know, help these parents just like, um, figure things out with their kids that, you know, had different disabilities and, um, and different needs that, um, you know, then we, we could help with. So, 
yeah, it was a very special time um, because then uh, in the afternoons, I also did get to work with um, high school athletes there. So that was, that was really neat. Um, it was a combination of, of the both. Um, but yeah, that was, that's, that's where I was. And um, until I moved to Hawaii and part of the move too was like, okay, well, this is, this was my dream job and I've accomplished it. So I thought to myself after, I think I was there for six years before I moved. And then I, I thought to myself, well, I've, I've got to come up with new dreams because I can't, I can't just stop here. I got to keep growing. I got to keep, um, yeah, I just got to keep growing as a person. I think that that's always been something that, uh, that I've, um, yeah, just, it's been really important to me. So, <laughs> no, I think that's great. <clears throat> I think it's important also to kind of recognize just that, that ability to kind of look inward and say, okay, I've achieved right certain things. Like what else can I, you know, what else can I build from that? And I think that's something that, um, as Charles and I have always tried to aspire as friends, right. To support our friends in that way of like, um, you know, Hey, that's awesome. Like really cool that you're going to do that because I think you should, if that's something you want to do, as opposed to, you know, it'd be easy to say, Oh, you know, well, that's a long ways away. And like, we were always ones moving to a lot. And so it's like, Oh man, well, we'll see you when we can see you. And I think it's so important to just, you know, say, Hey, like, we're really proud of you. This is a great opportunity. Um, you didn't even have a job at that time. And I'm thinking, well, she's really smart. She'll figure it out. <laughs> and I remember that conversation and our mutual friends who we will, we all, you know, have this great, like close network and um, they're very worried about you, understandably so. And I'm like, I, I've studied next to her. I know how smart she is. I don't think this is going to be as big of a deal as maybe we think it is. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I ever worried. Yeah. I was like, she's she'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, speaking of connections, I think that um Natalie, you have really been a pinnacle of connecting, you know, our close group of friends that um and that's that we've stayed close. I mean, this whole gosh, through all these decades. <laughs> right, right. And I think well, and I think some, it's like I <laughs> I was blessed to have grown up with such a close family, right? I mean, just really having cousins and just everyone around almost on top of each other were so close, right? <laughs> in close proximity. For me, I think my way of surviving was to kind of be like, okay, how can I recreate something like that? Like that's a network that I can kind of like rely on and people that I can trust, uh, mostly women, of course, just because of just how, you know, we are at such a special thing. And I didn't have sisters growing up my two younger brothers. Right. And so for me, that was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, they're really cool. And and I think we've just maintained that feeling. Of yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. And the same, I also didn't have sisters. I always wanted a sister um, or a few, you mm -hmm. know, but I had three, three brothers growing up also. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And then I never had those kind of like female friendships that, um, that like you were saying, like I, there was like that trust and that like, um, yeah. Like I know she's got my back. It was more, it was always kind of like, Oh, I got to watch my back, you know? Right. So it was, yeah. So yeah. So you definitely um, helped create this like tribe of, 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 of friends that just is, is really special even to yeah. this day. So it yeah. is, it is. And it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of interesting how, like you said, maintaining those connections, um, despite, despite, like being long distances away, right? I mean, our two close friends live really close to each other. And then you and I typically do not, especially since you've been in Hawaii. 
and you know I'm the, yeah. the nomadic like we we tend to like to keep it moving Charles and I and more so me yeah. um <laughs> dragging us around <laughs> but <laughs> but that's okay though because I grew up moving all over the place we used to move every three years you know I grew up an army brat so when you're like hey let's move I'm like hey let's go find the next adventure it's yeah. okay it's not a problem I'm like wherever we go we'll figure it out and we'll make it happen yeah I and, think and, it, and it makes it fun I know, but I think it was like a deadly combo, though, like the army brat with like the nomadic native girl that was used to also like <laughs> our poor kids. Like we'll have to we'll have to definitely rectify that at some point, I'm sure. So with with both of them. But no, it's OK. So, yeah, yeah they turned out OK. <laughs> yeah, so far. <laughs> yeah. So but um, but even in like maintaining connections, because um, we. We have, like you said, kind of a mutual network. We have our USC, you know, DPT crew, which I, you know, we still try to do things, you know, as we're able to, um, especially those of us that really bonded uh, while we were in school. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was this really great group of, um, you know, of like a big handful of us that still, you know, touch base pretty often. Um, What is it, do you think about whether it was USC or just the experience we had that really has kind of kept some of us just in that connection too of just checking in with each other whether it's through social media or uh, a quick text or anything um you know I think well I think for for you know both kind of groups like USC and then um you know our other kind of like undergrad um group it's it's really uh you know all the experiences that we went through when we were when we were in contact a lot more consistently. And um, I think that really set the foundation for the, you know, the future. And it really set the, the tone of like, um, yeah, I really care about these people. I really care about what they do in the future and, um, and where they go from here. And, um, and so I think, I think that really, um, contributes a lot to just wanting to do the check-ins and wanting to update, especially, you know, when there's life changing things happening, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's something, you know, great to celebrate or whether it's something that's like kind of hard or like, you know, something that, that it's hard that we're going through or whatever. So I think, um, yeah, just having, I think that's, that's for me, that's what it, you know, what it kind of comes down to. Yeah. Well, when you guys talk about how close you were and, you know, you guys know between each other, but like people listening won't know, like we were there, like Marissa was at our wedding, child's birthdays, uh, houses all the time, each other's places. We knew each other's parents. It's it's like we were basically the next thing close to family. Mm-hmm. And when people know you, when you guys say, you know, and that they don't understand how close you guys really were as you're you're close-knitted people, and you study together, you went out together, you did everything together. It would be a beach day, and you'd all show up. It'd be, you know, everything was done together, so it was very close. Yeah, you know, and I think that's yeah. good. Thank you for pointing that out, Charles, because I, I, I yeah. think we take that for granted. <laughs> yeah, you do. Until <laughs> until you go away, you're like, oh, I'm at the beach. I wish the other 15 people were here, too. <laughs> yeah. well, oh, my gosh. When you guys were all in... Um, in Hawaii for our wedding and we all went to Kona to that beach in Kona and we were like all there like that was amazing because you're right Charles like we haven't really done that in a long time and it was just like oh we're like right back where we were like you know right right back where we started 
Plus a few extra little humans, Lily, you know, Adrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. That's um, that really is how it is. And even to this day, you know, I my brothers or my parents will, you know, ask like, "Oh, how's Natalie and Charles?" And you know, yeah. how they kind of list off the the rest of our crew and just get do a little check in. And so, yeah, you're you're definitely yeah <laughs> definitely right. Yeah, it's important. Mm-hmm. So, so t- coming to a little bit more towards the future, cause we talked about the past and obviously like that importance now, like has been solidified as far as like our little network here. And, you know, you were even there as a part of things. I mean, no relationship is ever perfect. Right. And, and never, ever, you know, we've all, we really want to go there with some of our like past stories, right. Of just like, <laughs> or together, but, um, you know, I think it's important to kind of share. So you've been in Hilo, right? And so obviously you have a very strong connection there now. So let's not skip over probably the main reason that you're now in Hilo, uh, meaning your partner and your your connection to to the soil there. <laughs> Which we all really love this guy. He's a great guy, but let's back it up a little bit. I personally had to break up with a lot of people. <laughs> oh my God. A, lot of, I, a lot of friendships. <laughs> A lot of friendships at the end for this one to get here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Hey, I'm you not upset about this. You make it anymore. sound like it was a, a ton of people. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It, it wasn't a ton of people at all. But I'm just like, oh, I guess we can't be friends no more. <laughs> I guess we won't be drinking anymore. <laughs> and there wasn't a ton of people. There was probably less it than, was- count them on one hand. <laughs> no, we don't want to re- no. we don't want to rehash. Old we're not gonna old. we're not gonna go back there, but we're gonna we're gonna lead into her her most yeah, important cause... reason why she's there uh, in Hilo and, and it's a building a forever home. So and that's uh, you want to go ahead and talk about them. Yeah, 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 sure. So about a year and a half into my um, my adventure in Hilo, then uh, yeah, I, I met the guy that is now my husband and. Um, we and yeah, it, it was it was one of those things. As soon as we met, it was we had well, we had met as friends at a mutual um, party, and and at that point, it was like you know, I mean, nothing really um, going on because I thought that another friend was was interested in him, and I thought there, you know, so that was like, you know, a uh, no, you know, no. You know, don't you want to break girl code, huh? You're like, okay, you yeah, you yeah, exactly. Them. We're not, we're not gonna exactly. cross paths, but you know, if it's yeah, you're yeah, have so it go took, yeah. yeah. So, and we kind of ran into each other. The Hilo's small, so we ran into each other a few times in that capacity, and um, finally, there was this one one you know party that we were at, friends party that um, we were both like, oh, like you're kind of interesting and we I kind of had cleared the air like oh no one else is interested in him and like none of my friends and you know that sort of thing and and something like clicked and and we just were like inseparable since then so oh, that's um, good. yeah it was kind of interesting it was one of those things I mean I had never lived with a guy before that and within like four months we were living together and I mean like things like really moved fast and then we were buying property together and um yeah so it was just really it was really interesting I think though when you're like an adult like a at that point you're like an adult adult right you've had you know friendships established you had a career your doctorate 
um, past, you know, relationships that you learned from, right. I mean, romantic or other, I think, I think when you have that adult about you, right. I mean, that connection can be made, like you said, like really fast. And it's not like it's, um, even done like whimsically, it's just, you have all this experience to draw from and you guys weren't even that old. Yeah. I'm just like, what do you think about that? Do you think that's a yeah, part? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's like one of those things, like when you know, you know, right. That, yeah. And also like, um, you know, it, it was just like, you know, exactly like what Natalie was saying too. Like, you know, what you want, what you don't want, um, what you're willing to compromise on, what you're not willing to compromise on. And it, everything just kind of fit together um, when, when we met. And it was like, it was one of those things where it was like, you know, and it wasn't a struggle. I mean, sometimes you end up in relationships or situations and you're trying to make it work. And it's just like so much work. And it's just like, Oh, this is, this, it's not where it's, this is not what I want, <laughs> you yeah. know, but it was just like easy. It was like, it, it just flowed and, um, not saying that there wasn't challenges, but it was just like, okay, well, we're both willing to work through those challenges. And, um, yeah, so <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Well, it's like being Natalie when we first met. You know, we, you know, we just, we were kids. We didn't know what we were doing. We were just inseparable when we met and we'd talk all the time and it was easy. You know, I guess I, I grew up with yeah. sisters and she grew up with brothers. So she understood the, the guy mentality. I understood the, the girl mentality. And so it kind of just clicked right away. And so if she had something going on, she'd tell me and I would listen and vice versa. And we never really had to work that hard at it, but you know, it, it was a struggle at times, but we, we made it through because we both know that yeah. it was better to, better together than a separate yeah and I think we had to you had to we had to find that out too though right I mean I think you yeah. have to go through those phases of of just like figuring out that like sometimes that you sometimes the easy route is to just like quit right and give up but then reality is is like well the other route's pretty freaking hard too <laughs> and a lot more <laughs> less known right <laughs> but you gotta remember means when we met you know they're you're the 30s so yeah. told her whole different ball game different mindsets well, you have more invested, right? At that point, you're, yeah. you're, you're grown, right? You're, you're grown. You guys know what you want. Um, you guys had a beautiful wedding, though. And I think it was just really special to be there, like, in not only environment, but I would love for our audience to hear, like, tell us about, tell the audience, where did you guys get married at? Because that was so beautiful. And just to have that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, a, yeah. Magical well, first, time. yeah. Can I just talk? I'm going to talk a little bit about um, how we got to that location, because, sure. you know, we're, we're in Hawaii. And it was a time like at that point when we were getting married, I had been in Hawaii for four years um, at that point, And and um, not much of my family had had visited and um, and I really wanted to share Hawaii with my friends and family. So um, we well, we first of all, we tossed around the idea of eloping because we're like, well, let's just keep it simple and let's just elope or do like a destination wedding, you know, something like that. But um, neither of our parents were going to have that like uh, the. Yeah. So we were like, all right, let's let's go. Let's figure this out. And so when we were looking at locations, um, at that point, it was definitely important to have it in Hawaii so that we could have friends and family come and experience um, what it what it's like. And um, so then we went to all the touristy places. We were scouting locations. We went to the Kona side and the white sandy beaches. And like, you know, you're, we went to all the places where you have your picturesque wedding on the beach and that sort of thing. Um, and neither of us really felt like it, this 
like that was us, like that's what we wanted. And so we ended up um, coming to the Hilo side and checking out things over, over there. And then we fell in love with this place in Volcano. So um, Volcano Hawaii is, is also where the active volcano is. It's um, really close by. It's where his um, parents currently live. And um, we found this venue that was, it's a house, basically this, this property that was converted. Um, it's been converted to an art gallery and um, has uh, this beautiful um, forest, I guess, it, this forest of these really huge um, pine trees. And so, and they, and it's this little sanctuary that they, um, he has, he's called it and he's developed. And so um, that's where we decide there's an altar and everything. And so that's where we decided we want to get married here. And um, Volcano just has this magical thing about it that we're, we both immediately were like, yes, let's get married here. And so that's, where we ended up having it. And then side note, funny thing um, is that um, my husband grew up in Volcano when he was a child. So he was, he was born on the big Island, lived here till about, I think nine years old, um, but lived in Volcano. And one of his friends used to live in that same exact house. So he used to play in that yard and oh, used to wow. like, yeah, like that, it was just kind of like a full circle kind of thing. It was just special in so many ways on so many levels for us. So we were like, yeah, this is it. And the owner of the art gallery is a friend, a family friend of his parents. And, you know, so just kind of that community support um, and just the fact that it was really close to the volcano. I mean, Madame Pele is just a, you know, um, is, is, is a uh, very special to the mm -hmm. island. So just being close to, to that too. So um, anyways, it, everything was just, that's where we got married. <laughs> no. And even the timing of it, right. I mean, you guys pick such a beautiful time of year to be there. I mean, everything just worked out really beautifully and kind of fast forward to when we came and visited last time, but actually it was a little over a year ago, uh, we were shocked to see the change in the volcano. I mean, would they always say it's like a living, moving, you yeah. know, you know, a, a, a very sacred, right. To the people, the native Hawaiians yes. who live there. But um, we were just shocked, right, Charles, to be there, even Venture. I mean, they vividly remembered the outlook. We have the pictures where we were all standing there on the backdrop. Gudelia, yeah, we were on one side. Yeah, we were on one side of the, then, that crater and it kind of the ground sucked in. And then uh, that, that site that we stood on when, when we were there was closed. So they had us on the whole other side of the, the crater uh, and we could see lava coming out of a different spot of where the land had changed. And I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing that all this land has shifted like this in a matter of yeah. you know, a few years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like the power of, of everything is just like, ah, oh, my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, it changes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> See, I learned something new. I didn't know you guys were planning on eloping just like me and Natty had, and Natty had planned, but <laughs> word got out. <laughs> <laughs> Word got out. It was like, let's just go by ourselves. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are there. Speaking about weddings, you guys had a memorable, super memorable wedding. So, yeah, that was, um, 
yeah. <laughs> well, we need to do a reunion there, invite everybody back. I think we should one of these years for sure. So yeah, it'll be but 20. That place, yeah, that, but that place is not there anymore. So we just have to find a new place. I know we could figure it out. So, so yeah, that'd be the least of our worries. Yeah. <laughs> we should shoot for our 20, we shoot for our 20th, uh, mm -hmm. doing, doing everybody going back to Jamaica. That'd be cool. We could definitely try to put that on, on the agenda. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, but, you know, just speaking of like, kind of um, as we kind of wind down, so things that you're working on now, so you have completely transitioned careers. I mean, it's really um, obviously in a very, your spirit, you know, always someone that wants to challenge <laughs> and do something new. So, so let's share about that. And then we can, um, you know, <laughs> and kind of see how that, uh, where you're at with all of that now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, while I was, uh, while I've been at the hospital um, that I've been working at, or that I was working at since I uh, got to Hilo, I, I moved into, um, I got a permanent position. And um, then I moved into management, which wasn't planned, but I had this opportunity to um, be in management and not only oversee our outpatient rehab department, but then there was this program called the Ornish Lifestyle Medicine Program that I was able to become the director of and that used lifestyle changes to help reverse heart disease. And um, that really, like, I was a part of that for two years right before COVID happened. And being a part of that program really, really saw me or showed me the power of preventative medicine. So then I just kind of got this little fire and lit under me to be, to just to go on the preventative medicine side of things somehow. And, you know, physical therapy is an amazing career. Um, but there's certain things that you just can't do in the physical therapy. Um, it's just out of your scope of practice, basically. And right. so I'm in the process of figuring out a way to um, to have a little bit more of an impact on the preventative medicine side of things. And so I have left um, the hospital that I was working at for the last 10 years. Um, but I am also, I'm still maintaining my um, my. Uh, license and um, and still going to be practicing. I'm actually helping one of the orthopedic surgeons that I was working with at the hospital who is no longer there either. He has his own practice. So I'm going to be helping um, him set up a physical therapy clinic. And um, so I'll still be maintaining, you know, um, maintaining that. But um, on the other side, I've, I, I have, um, you know, my in-laws have purchased some farmland, gosh, about four years ago or so, and have been developing that. So that's the, that's a, that's really like um, a big project for the whole family, but it's, it's really incredible. My in-laws are in their seventies and they are, they have so much um, energy and, and life in them. And, and a lot of it is due to just working the land and um, farming and eating organic, you know, vegetables that were growing on the farm. And so, um, so now I'm learning how to farm. I, I feel confident that I, I learned a lot this last six months has really been, I've been a part of a, a farming program um, that the state offers that has been really, really helpful. And so now starting to grow my own vegetables and, um, and then, and then I'm going to piece it all together, all the knowledge from healthcare and then um, in growing. So I'm working on, on combining everything too. So no, yeah. I think, 
Great. I think it's, um, it's just really, like you said, just kind of getting into the realm of like putting the health back in healthcare, right? Because that's not something that is present um, in, at least in the U.S. at the modern state of medicine, you know, and, and um, there's yeah. little glimmers of it here and there, um, the Ornish program. I mean, I'm, you know, familiar with some of the other uh, <clears throat> approaches that are definitely more comprehensive. Um, and it's just, it's really exciting to hear, you know, some of that um, changes and shifts. So, and then still keeping your entrepreneurial spirit though, right? Like in terms of, like you said, you're starting your own business. It's not something that you're, you know, obviously doing for, of course, for betterment of the world, but also making sure that it's something that can sustain you, sustain you right. And your family. So that's important. Right. Yeah, absolutely important. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Well, good. Yeah. Well, we um, definitely look forward to seeing how that goes in the near future. Well, we'll be definitely willing to come out and we've, we've already kind of as a family decided, you know, when, when will, when will the time be to come back out and, and um, get our, well, Charles overalls or gloves. Yeah. Or whatever <laughs> on. How much help are you going to need? Uh, you muted me. Did I? Am I muted? No, we're not. no, no, no. I don't know why I think it says mute up at the top. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, I got to figure out how to get my overalls and how I can help out when I come stay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got lots of pitchforks too and tractors to ride. So yeah, there you, go. <laughs> you don't need a special license to drive a tractor, do you? Uh-oh. No, <laughs> no license. Needed. No license needed. It's agriculture. Liliana says she has her driver's permit now, so she's uh, she's ready to <laughs> perfect her repertoire. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, we appreciate yeah. your time. I think just last thoughts would be, um, as like you said, our, our someone that we have just loved and known um, for uh, basically all of our adult lives, you know, and have seen that journey. Um, you know, I'm at a point now where it's like I don't even have a way to describe just like that kind of no judgment zone, right? Like just full support, you know, of concern, of course, always, you know, wanting everyone to do the best, but what kind of like closing thoughts would you have then for people that, like you said, we already made that assumption that there are people that have those connections and I hope they're, you know, in the world we're in today, right? Like how, how do you recommend um, that people kind of foster those? Like, I mean, you're getting into like farming and growing things. I mean, what, what recommendations would you have for someone that's saying, Hmm, gosh, I don't really have that kind of thing in my life. Like, how would I go about, you know, maybe growing that or building it? Yeah. You know, I think, um, as, as one gets older, I think it is a little bit more challenging to, to foster friendships like that. Yeah. And so, um, I think that if there's, you know, if you find a connection with somebody and you feel like, um, you know, there's, there's something about someone that you appreciate, um, I think it's definitely important to let them know and to start, you know, building some kind of, some kind of friendship, just, you know, like hangouts and things like that. And, um, you know, because we're as humans, I mean, we're, we're, we're made to have community where that's where we thrive the most. And I know there's a lot of like social media that connects people and, you know, online platforms and things like that, but it's so different than um, in person and also, um, you know, on the phone or, you know, it's, it's very different than something that's just online or even, you know, video chat is, is good too, but just a way to like, to, um, 
see people's face, see people's expressions, um, tone of voice, like that's all really important. So um, yeah, I think any opportunity to, you know, just if, if someone is, um, yeah, if, if you see someone or meet someone that, that you're kind of feeling like, oh, like this would, this person would be a cool friend, um, you know, to not be afraid to put yourself out there and initiate the friendship, or if you already have the friendship and it's, it's someone who that, um, you know, is, is a longtime friend to, you know, if something reminds you of that person, or if that person is, is somehow just like comes in your, in your thoughts or your mind or your heart, just to shoot them a text or give them a quick call and just say, Hey, thinking of you and, and, um, maintaining the connection that way, I think is, is really appreciated and, and helps. Um, yeah, because as, as we get older, those, those connections are going to be, um, really important to maintain or to have and to, and to continue building. For sure. For sure. Well, good. Yeah. Well, well, thank <laughs> we thank you again for joining our, um, you know, kickoff for our, uh, our podcast, the heat wave. Um, we'll look forward to, um, hearing from our other parts of our, our close circle, uh, over the next, uh, couple of sessions as we get, we work on getting them, um, scheduled down and, uh, I'm sure you'll look forward to hearing what they have to say as well. Yes. Yes. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. And yes, thank you guys that, again for having absolutely. me. It's been so fun. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and yeah, I, we'll definitely have to do this more often. <laughs> we will. And I think the important caveat is um, no secrets are shared. You know, we're, we're a vault. And that's, the, I think, one of the important things, too, about our friendship circle. Yes. I was, I was sharing Lily with uh, my with yes. the, our daughter, Liliana. You know, um, I was mentioning to her about um, just. I said, I don't try to give too much um, advice or words of wisdom in terms of everybody has their own way of building relationships um, and maintaining them. I said, but when th there's no perfect way, but the one thing I will tell you, is, I said, when you have a close friend group, right. And I said, you will rarely have you ever heard your mom say something judgmental or truly like disparaging about this close circle um, concerns. And of course, love and, and, and all that. But um, I think when you build those connections and just really trying to find, even if there's something that maybe you don't agree about with the actions or behaviors, I think just recognizing that, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's about building each other up and, and you really shouldn't let negative things like come out of your mouth. And I think that's one thing that's so special about our, like our group and whether that was just mindful or just hard to happen. I think that's really, um, I think so it's just really, with, the, with mutual respect, you know, you're not going to, yeah. you're not going to down another person and split, yeah. you know, what's the point? And you guys have always supported each other through yeah. everything. But it's so prevalent in this day, especially in media, you know, and I think yeah. that's just, like I said, just telling her as she's growing and, and 15 and definitely it's not that age where you're going to find your crew, right? That's that young because it's just everybody's so growing. But um, I think I was just sharing with her that like you'll rarely see, you know, we talk about Aunt Marissa, Aunt Cadelia or Aunt Chante or, or about each other, somebody else, one of the other to the other one. You know, I said, that's just not how we operate. Right. I said, we have direct conversations, you know, with each other. Um, but I think it's just not something that we call out. And I think that's just a way to also kind of build that that connection. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. hundred yeah. percent agree. <laughs> well, we love you. We appreciate Okay. You. Yep. I love you guys. We'll, we'll Make sure you tell your husband we said hello. Is, is he around? I will. He we'll just got home. So I will. I'll let him know. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Talk we'll to you, you later. Know. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye guys. You're